Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Ahoy, hoy! Welcome, listeners, to the new Flat Slam. This is just a reminder to say, please donate. Uh, we give a good chunk of our time to make sure the flat slams are up to standard. And it would be lovely if you would like to repay our time with a donation. We have an address. It is comedy.co.uk forward slash PFS forward slash donate. Thank you so much for your donation so far. Right. On with the show. It's time to join Matthew and Ben and Tom for another Flat Share Slam Down. Tom, Ben. What is it, Matthew? Yeah, what is it, you nasty little prick? <laughs> oh, firstly, you can change that attitude. Really sorry, actually, that just kind of came out. Because. Gosh. I mean, actually, there's not a word in it I disagree with. <laughs> I am a nasty little prick, but uh, let the audience find that out for themselves over the course of the hour. Yeah. What about you, Tom? Yeah, I think you're a terrible. Thank you. <laughs> you think I'm a terrible? I think you're a terrible. Oh, God. I almost feel worse about you thinking I'm a terrible. <laughs> I think you're a terrible. So listen, anyway, one of you guys has got to change the fuse. Well, it's not going to be me. I refuse. I've got it in. Got it in early. Oh, I've got, got it about five times in the script gorgeous. as well, so don't you worry about that. If they enjoyed it now, reaction. they're going to love it the sixth time round. <laughs> Clarky, what about you? And I'm not going to do it either. Well, there's only one way to solve this. Ready on. We're going to have to have a... Flash Welcome to a very special Flat Share Slam Down. This is the panel show that says, For five long years, I thought you were my man. But I found out I'm just a link in your chain. Who? Who? Now you tell me to leave you alone. My father says, come on home. My doctor says, take it easy. But your loving is just too strong. I'm added to your chain, chain, chain. Chain, chain, chain. Chain, chain, chain. Change the fuse. I'm the host and landlord, right. Matthew Crosby. Yes. For we those of you listening at home, that was me harmonising with Matthew there. Gorgeous. Not bad. A gorgeous bad, set of pipes you've got. Thank you. I've been practicing. Really lovely. A really beautiful falsetto in that it wasn't real. Um, yes, we are coming to you live from the Laugh Out London Festival 2018. Whoa. And while they're under my roof, they'll be following my rules. Let's meet the tenants, Tom Parry and Benedict Clark. Oh, good evening, good evening, good evening. Thank you. What a treat! So, Tom, why do you refuse to change the fuse? Well, it's a terrible story, actually, about the last time I was around when a fuse went. I was drinking with my celebrity friends, Mr. Walker, the old host of Catchphrase. You probably remember him, Mr. Walker. 
Um, we remember, of course we do. Mr. Gore. Please tell me Mr. Chips was there as well. No, sadly, he's sadly lacking. Wasn't there. Um, Mr. Gore was there. You all remember Mr. Gore, the uh, former <laughs> vice president of the United States of America. And Mr. Pacino, one of my favourite actors. Of course he was. He was there, post-show. We were having beers. We were, we were about to order beers. We are in the pub. And all the lights went out. So I had to send Mr. Walker and Mr. Gore to go and change the fuse. And Does anyone I, need a, a refresher on one of in the story? to ask uh, Mr. Pacino to go to the bar to order the drinks. I said, Roy, Al, fuse, Al, beers. Roy, Al, fuse, Al, beers. Royal Fusiliers. It's in the Royal Fusiliers. Royal Fusiliers. I mean, one guy. Absolutely right. That's not strong. This guy's giving me a look Uh, that could only be described as a death threat. uh, (laughs) Wowzers. Tom. (laughs) The journey's wonderful, but the end. Oh, it's really. It's not about the the destination. It's not about the destination. Can I ask a question, though, Tom? Please, no. Have you, okay, fair enough. <laughs> Tom, have you had a stroke? And, and if not, could you? Is that right? I'm trying my best. So, Ben, why won't you fix the electrical circuit? Is it because you simply want to jerk it? <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, actually, right, I was told back in the day, I don't know who told me this, but genuinely, if a fuse goes out and you flip the switch, it goes out again, what you should do... Is take it out and lick the end oh. and then put it back in and it'll work. I went a step too far when I did it and popped the whole thing in my mouth. I ended up blowing a fuse. Ah! <laughs> Good. I mean, at least my journey's enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least I have the, I'll always have the journey. But obviously, you can't change a fuse on your own. Your material is just simply not strong enough. So, who are you bringing along? Who are you bringing along to help? Uh, Tom? Well, Matthew, the jamboree's in danger. Oh, good Lord. Yes, I know. The windows in the, the, the roof are dirty. The windows <laughs> in the roof. Oh the windows in the roof There's are a word dirty. They're called skylights. The jamboree. <laughs> I know. The jamboree. So I've had to find a new window cleaner. Oh, gosh. For the jamboree. <laughs> and uh, I found the tallest comedian I know. It's Mr. Sean McLaughlin. Sean McLaughlin's oh, here. Thank you. Baby. Yeah. Yep. Sean, thank you for being a guest on Flatshare Slamdown. It's fine. Sorry about the suds backstage. That's all right. Now, listen, uh, are you a good flatmate? What kind of a flatmate are you? I'm all right. Yeah? It depends what you're into, I think. (laughs) (laughs) If people are into you? If if you're into cleanliness, no. Okay. If you're into rent being paid on time, no. If you're into constant discussions as to whether DS9 was better than Star Trek TNG, big yes. (laughs) That's what I bring to the table. And where do you stand on that age-old debate? I mean, actually, I'd take the cards way out and I'd say you can't really compare them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't because it's TNG... holding me to the word endless, doesn't it? <laughs> well, DS9 was more serialised and TNG was episodic. If you ask me who had the better characters, TNG, but DS9 will probably stand the test of time. And I don't know about you, but I'm starting to get nostalgic for the Pacino joke. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I can't believe we peaked at the Pacino (laughs) Amazing. Um, Ben, who have you brought along with you this week? (laughs) Um, I've brought my dance teacher. It's Rachel Paris. Rachel Paris is here. Rachel. Hello. So, Rachel, 
Are you a good flatmate? Um, are you a I better flatmate so. than Sean, do you think? I imagine we're not far off each other in that I'm also not... I have a very high tolerance for dirt. Um, <laughs> you know, it's not that I'm like an especially, like, messy person. It's just that I don't really mind mess. But more to the point, I really don't mind dirt. Um, <laughs> like, if something's grubby, I don't really notice or right. clean it. So, in a sense, no, I'm not a good flatmate. But in a sense, in a much more real sense, yes, you definitely are. Exactly. It depends on your point of view, on your pov. So, I was going to ask you, like, what's the grubbiest thing you've seen, but you literally won't be able to answer that question. <laughs> I don't see you just, filth. You don't see grime? No. Not your favourite kind of music. <laughs> oh I, knew, I, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> you knew he was going to say it because myself. he went bright red, as he does, <laughs> as he does before all punchlines. This is... <laughs> Punchlines oh. is very generous. <laughs> Punchlines is a strong <laughs> term for what those were. Well, we have met our contestants, but let's find out if there are few good men and a woman as we play round one. Look, if you're alone in your flat and all the lights go out, you have to fix it yourself. Change your fuse. Could you do it? You blow it. Yo, his palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. The room's dark, he can't hold the torch too steady. He's nervous, yes, he's found the fuse covered already. But he's confused, his witch fuse he keeps forgetting. Is it this one or that? It's pitch black, you twat. If he could only go back to lights in the flat, you're joking now. Is it 15 amps or 12? And does it go there? How does he not know that? Blackout, it's so shitty without electricity. Oh, in the dark, he knows he's not a smocky. He knows he should do it. It's his fault he blew it. He knows he's no mug. He used all the plugs. He just didn't need those extension leads. He knows he could die if sparks start to fly with hundreds of volts. All it takes is one jolt, so he prays against shocks and locks the fuse. You change the fuse yourself, cause you fused it, abused it, you lose it. You should have never let it blow. You only get one chance to let the electric flow in the future. Don't overload your socket. You change the fuse yourself, cause you fused it, abused it, you lose it. You should have never let it blow. You only get one chance to let the electric flow in the future. Don't overload your socket. That was really good. Yeah. There's so many words in that song. Yeah. yeah there's a lot Too there. many words. Before we play round one, the promoters of the Laugh Out London Festival have asked me to big up one of the events they're curating. So tomorrow, don't miss Ramsey's Treat. Comedian Chris Ramsey will be enacting scenes from the Australian soap opera Neighbours using puppets he's fashioned out of dog biscuits. <laughs> Prepare to be amazed as the lovable Geordie favours us with Harold's disappearance. Susan Kennedy's retrograde amnesia, and even Bouncer's dream using only fishing wire, some bonios, and his inimitable wit. That's Ramsey's treat tomorrow at the Laugh Out London Festival. Tickets are eighty-seven pounds fifty, and the show begins at three a.m. <laughs> anyway, on with the game. Round one this time is called "You Fuse, You Lose." It's a word disassociation game, the opposite of mallet's mallet. And by that, I mean mallet's mallet was a lot of fun. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to give each team... Oh, the cornerstone of every good birthday party, Mallet's Mallet. I love Mallet's Mallet. Your dad with a pillow in the back garden. I literally only your dad did this. Oh, right, okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
your dad with a pillow full of bricks. <laughs> Happy birthday, son. <laughs> a real mallet. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea what any of you are talking no, about. No, I have. Oh, oh, dear. Oh, oh, no. This is what happens when you get older, isn't We're it? We're so yeah. old. Um, so give us a cheer if you remember mallets, mallets. Hey! Give us a cheer if you don't. So basically, Timmy Mallet used to play a game on children's early morning. I remember Timmy Mallet. He played a game where he would bop people over the head with a sponge mallet. Oh, yeah. And it was a word association game where you mustn't pause, you mustn't hesitate, otherwise you get a bonk on the head like this or like this, look at each other and go, blah. That was basically the, the start of Mallet's mallet. It was but a simpler time. It was a simpler time before you three. And this used to happen on your birthday. Yes. <laughs> Timmy Mallet only ever did it on your birthday. Yeah, it was a simpler time, Sean. <laughs> so anyway, it's basically, it's the opposite of Mallet's mallet. So I'm going to give each team two minutes to list words. Now, these words must have nothing to do with the previous word. So the other team can challenge if they think they've spotted an association. So you and if just... we get it wrong, you extract a mallet from our head. Is that... <laughs> that is right. Thank you for putting all those mallets inside your heads <laughs> ahead of the game to do it. Yeah. yeah, we'll be pulling mallets out through your eyes. I don't, wait, can I just back up? He called it Mallet's Mallet. Yes. I reckon he started with that and then made the game after. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Or do you think he changed his surname because of the mallet? <laughs> no, I think he was. I think he genuinely was called well, Timmy Mallet. Because his real name was Timmy Hammers. <laughs> <laughs> it was too violent a game. Waste of time. <laughs> the teams get a point for each unchallenged word. Their opposing team gets a huge five points for each correct challenge. However, if I disagree with the challenge, then they lose a point. Okay, so uh, oh, you can challenge by shouting the word challenge. Great. We're going to start with Ben and Rachel. You get to go first. Challenge. Who? <laughs> We're on the same team. <laughs> I mean, you're playing with each other. They're challenging you. Oh, you, right, cool. Yeah. I'm afraid that is an incorrect challenge, so you, ah, you lose um, a point, Clarky. I'm very oh sorry. Oh, I'm very sorry. Start as we but mean to go Let's on. not forget, I am indeed a nasty little prick. <laughs> um, so you've lost a point already. Everything to play Ma- for. Matthew? Yes. Unless challenge was his first word. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, Let's ben. Po- good call. Actually, uh, it wasn't. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, unfortunately. Um, okay, so let's let Rachel start with the first word. Uh, your two minutes begins. Barrel. Spike. Green. <laughs> Mickey Mouse. Tar. The floor! No. Challenge! Oh, Challenge! No. No. Yes, Tom. You put tar on the floor. You do put tar on the floor. <laughs> Done uh, it all my life. That's five points. Good point, Ben. Byro. Where am I getting this from? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing blue sky thinking. Linen. Oh. Ooh, linen. Cloud. Challenge. Challenge They're from both Tom. white. Famously both white. They're both famously white. What linen could be any colour. Yeah. Not so could a cloud. I thought you were talking about them. Weird racially charged challenge from Tom there. Famously white. Let's not get into this right now because this seems to happen every show. So it was a correct challenge from Tom. Carry on, Ben. Oh, okay. Um, Hot. Plinth. Teeth. Ben just drooled all over himself saying the word. Saying the words uh, teeth. Haggle. Hammer. <laughs> very, very strong game playing from Rachel Paris here. Challenge. Clarky's a drooling mess. What was your challenge? Don't you have a flock of hammers? No, you do not. You lose one you point there, Tom. Oh. You lose one point. You clearly, you've never been to a Wolverhampton birthday party. <laughs> My dad Happy didn't have a flock of hammers in the back garden. Okay, ten seconds left. Money. 
mineral challenge. Yes. Money and minerals fundamentally linked in this mad world we live in. Capitalism, mate. Yeah. Capitalism. What? You could just I don't say that think... about any two things. I you can say, oh, oh, wait, hang on. That, that was your two minutes, but if you can make this challenge, I'll let it stick. You can't just say they're fundamentally linked <laughs> in this crazy world we live in. You've got to give us the reason why they're fundamentally linked. And Tom, don't help him out, because he has to learn. Um, sure. Well, there's only one person who's about to be taught, my friend. Yes. Minerals. Yeah? yeah? Money? Yeah? Come on. No! <laughs> you lose a point, oh, you're good. Uh, you lose a point. He's such a good housemate. <laughs> such good chats. I tell you who had good minerals, the bloody Vulcans of Series 3. <laughs> <laughs> Producer Ben, very quickly, where are we at the end of that bit? Have you totted it up? Yes, I have. Uh, Tom and Sean have got eight points. Ooh. And Ben and Rachel have got 16. Oh, okay, Ooh, okay, yes. Okay. Yeah? Okay. Tentative. <laughs> so, Tom and Sean, it is now your turn. Bless you. Your two minutes begin now. Cable. Ham. <laughs> Hitler. Mint. <laughs> Pog. Rubber. Uh, but, but, uh, challenge. Yes. Some pogs were made out of rubber. The they were. The, 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 big, the big hero pog was made yeah. out of rubber. That is five points. Well done. <laughs> I never thought I'd get a round of applause for that sentence. <laughs> and I've been saying it for so long. What word, <laughs> what word are you saying? Pog? Pog. With rubber? Yeah. Not cardboard little things. Is this eating into the time? It is eating into the time. Okay, carry on. Sorry. Sorry. Right. My apologies. Bone. <laughs> Tickle. Chair. Fireman. Oh, oh, oh. oh, challenge. Oh, yes. oh. Okay, go what? on, what's your challenge? Chairs famously flammable. <laughs> on fire. Ignore that. No, Chairs I'm going to give, give it them. Uh, bullshit, is this about my minerals? This it definitely is, mate. It 100% is. Deep Space Nine. Right, I'll, anyway. go, I'll go first. <laughs> Arsehole. <laughs> well, I know what I'd say if I wanted I mean, to not win. Can I tell yeah. you? Yeah, can I say right now? He looks me straight in the eyes, he said that. <laughs> Tom, you're taking this too seriously <laughs> and you're going to make yourself upset, all right? You're having a very nice time. You're ruining it. Got another 35 seconds. It's a long game. Exmo. Table. Frankfurter. Bowl. Ah, bowl. Oh, challenge. 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 You, what? Uh, Frank, you eat Frankfurters out of a bowl. bowl. What the fuck is a bowl? <laughs> <laughs> You've got 15 seconds left. Slime. Romania. Backwards. Whoa. Oh, yes. Challenge! Whoa. Do they dare, do do they dare challenge? No, I'm not. Do you challenge that? No, I'm not. Do you challenge that, you no, racist bastard? I would bastard. dream of no, challenging that. I don't think that. so. No, no, I just, I just don't know why you said it. <laughs> Good. Can I just tell you, that wonderfully racially charged, racially charged, but not racially charged, it was racially charged as well. It was a Rachel and racially charged moment. Rachel that has taken us to the end of that game. Uh, well done, guys. What are the scores what at the end of that game. Oh, they had everything. At the end of that round. By the way, I like how dirty you guys are playing. Very Romanian. Now, um, <laughs> Ben, producer Walker. Hello. Would you talk us through the points at the end of that round? The scores. Uh, Tom and Sean have got 26 at the end of that round. Ben and Rachel have got 31. Oh! What? So, Ben... What? Ben and Rachel won that round, but will Tom and Sean be fusing for a bruising? Let's find out as we play round two. It's Flat Games! Games! Let's play together. Games! Let's play forever. Roll the dice, spin that thing. Put that there. Do as you 
controlled games if you lose you get nothing games if you win you get gold 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 listen to that that's it guys listen to that laugh out london listen to that how your festival started that's what you want, a bunch of blokes saying gold in a monotone. <laughs> so this week we're playing our version of heavyweight boxing, which we're calling heavyweight beatboxing. So one player in the team has to beatbox for a minute while the other does a rap about some heavy things. Oh, yes. Not just some thrown together, things. this, is it? This is actually good, some heavy things. Oh, some heavy things. You know, like racism. Let's not talk about it now. <laughs> when the beatboxer thinks they know what they're rapping about, they need to incorporate their answer seamlessly into the beat. OK, so the points for correct guesses... I mean, at this stage, points for just getting through it. Um, <laughs> points for correct guesses, fat rhymes, wicked beats, spittle control, and generally keeping the whole thing going. But before we play, the promoters have asked me to plug one of the many events at the Laugh <laughs> Out London Festival. Grab your family heirlooms and come on down to Bridget's Christie's. <laughs> The award-winning comedian and feminist icon will be putting down the mic and picking up her gavel as she auctions off a series of antiques. Bring your chequebook and you could be heading home with a Ming vase, some Chesterfield furniture, or even a glass ceiling. That's... <laughs> That's Bridget Christie's Tomorrow at Laugh Out Loud London. Tickets are £3.49 and also include free entry into two other auctions, Jimmy's Cars and Milton Jones Under the Hammer. Right, <laughs> let's get back to the game. We're going to start with Tom beatboxing. And Sean rapping. Now, uh, <clears throat> Sean, here are your here are your heavy things. Don't show them. What was that? What was that? Have, you, have you just coughed up a furball? What's happened there? It's an eight mile reference. That's why Ben enjoyed it. So <laughs> I did, yeah, I did, yeah. So, uh, so you're going to be. Is that it? Now that's your name. All and right. then if you unfold it. Oh. The items are on the inside. I briefly thought, whoa, this is meta. <laughs> He's a really handsome guy. He's sitting next to you. <laughs> uh, okay, so you've got a minute. Is there a list of things? It's going to be four things you're going to try and get, okay? Okay. Um, what is going on over Just getting there? ready. Just clearing the throat. I mean, I tell you what, give him a constant rhythm. That might be easier. <laughs> I've never done that. I mean, what about like boom, ch, boom, Oh, boom, there we go. Ch, boom, boom, that sort of thing, okay? <laughs> Thanks, Grandad. <laughs> Tom? Okay. You be you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Start it. Breathe in! He's got, For God's sake! He's so Fucking red! Fucking hell, it's hard! He's so red! Oh my God! That sounded like a transformer <laughs> dying! Bloody hell! Whoa! Whoa! This is Tom, Tom, that was very strong, but you're going to have to do circular breathing or something because you almost died there. <laughs> right. Right? Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay, I'm going to start that. I'm going to restart your time because... Okay, thank you. Bless you. We enjoyed it. Okay, here we go. Tom, 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 stop, stop. Okay. I mean, his eyes are so wide. He looks like he's looking into the eyes of the devil. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I'll keep this radical. Jockeys ride me when I'm in the Grand National. I've got shoes on my hooves. You ride me if you punch your horse. Yes, that's right, he's a horse. 
Okay. <laughs> now then, now then, what's in store? People riding me when they go in a war. They've got a big long thing. <laughs> <where> <laughs> <flies> <laughs> things. Your attack? Yes. Want to throw something out? Want to put it in the tip? I am one of these. It rhymes with tip. Yes. Ten seconds. He just said it, yeah. You're yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I don't think. Ah. All right. I want to keep my food cold. I want to keep it really cold. Fridge. Fridge. That is your minute there. Do you know what? It was a fridge freezer, but I'm going to give you the full points because that was fantastic. So it was a horse, a tank, a skip and a fridge freezer. I'm going to give you the full four points for that. But also, for the beatboxing, it's got to be a 10, hasn't it? It's got to be a 10. So can we get the iron lung to put Tom into for the... Uh, <laughs> just wheel that out now, so he's giving himself the bends. Okay, next up, it's Rachel beatboxing and we've got Ben rapping. So uh, your list of heavy things is there and yep. your minute... Begins now. Fuck. Any time now, Clarky. You've had 15 seconds. Yeah. You put these things in, nobody knows. It's a way to wash your clothes. I'm a washing machine. Yeah. <laughs> Can't say wash, I'm afraid no points. But uh, keep going. <laughs> okay. This next song's fucking solid. Okay. Uh, I mean, hats off to Rachel for keeping going, really. <laughs> you walk on it across the street. It is right under your feet. It's a pavement. Yes. Yeah, but... Yes, John. Oh, well, okay, yeah. I'm going to take that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you a bit more time because uh, I'm really enjoying seeing Clarky sweat. <laughs> oh, you put these out in the sea. They will collect brown stuff from underneath the earth's crust. <laughs> Booyah! <laughs> wicka, 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 Fishing nets. <laughs> I'm afraid the answer we were looking for was oil tanker. But, um, that is not your fault. So, um, was the answer pavements? A paving slab. A paving slab, which I'm going to give you a point for. A washing machine, I'm afraid I'm going to give you half a point for. You said wash. And I think I'm going to give Rachel a 7 out of 10 there for the beatboxing. That is generous. I just... I mean, mainly for stamina. I've got no bars, guys. I've got no bars. <laughs> Tom, that's yours. You're going to rap for Sean now. Sean, yeah. your beatboxing... How's your beatboxing, by the way? <clears throat> I mean, the bar's pretty low. And I intend to limbo it. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go, then. Your minute starts now. Wicky, wicky. Wicky, 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 Well, I'm a piece of a tree. It's understood. I lie on the ground and I'm made of wood. Wasn't listening. <laughs> I lie on the ground. I'm made of wood. Hard work. Shall I hear? Is it bark? Yes. Wrapping around where I am. Lying on the ground. I tree. Fell, I fell off a tree. You know me. I might Gosh. get weed on Gosh. by a dog. You might refer Gen to me as a... Log. Yeah. I'm the biggest one of these. The slow get dark. I'm much bigger than a shark. I live in the sea. Yeah, you Whale. know me. But what Whale. would you do? My colour is... Blue. Whale. Yes, yes. Yeah. I love this game. Keep going. Two more to go. So I'm a blacksmith. Yeah, you understand. I'm working in my shop. 
pound and pound. I get some metal, it's really hot, and I put it on this. It's got the lot. Anvil. Yeah, boy. I'm gonna let you do the last one. Go on, let's keep going. Okay, so. I'm walking around in my dressing robe, but I am not a wardrobe. Sam Allardyce. <laughs> oh, I wish I was. He's pretty heavy. I should have been England manager, but they sacked me because of a scandal. Then they got Gareth Southgate. I'm so jealous I cannot handle. Whoa, whoa, Big whoa. Sam. Yeah, you hear me? I'm Big Sam. I'm your number one man, Big Sam. I'm a journeyman. So many clubs you don't own. Understand. <laughs> uh, that was both brilliant and totally incorrect. Um, it wasn't Sam Allardyce. We're looking for a chest of drawers, but actually, quite, quite frankly, potato, potato, really. Uh, okay. Well, I think because we enjoyed the freestyle rap about Sam Allardyce so much, I'm going to give them another ten points there. And uh, of course, we got three points as well, so thirteen points. Well done, Rachel. There are your rapping topics, as I believe the rappers call them. <laughs> I can't go on stage, I've lost my rapping topics! <laughs> Chill out, Flavor Flav, you're okay. Now, <laughs> Rachel, earlier on we asked you if you were good at rapping, and you said, I'm not very good, but I do like trying. That is what I said. And I can't wait to see this. This is going to be fantastic. <laughs> so, Rachel, your minute begins now. Clarky, will you beatbox for us, please? <laughs> Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Evil times. I'd have a sword and it would be made of metal. <laughs> uh, 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 armor. Yes! <laughs> I have people in me. I'm not a car. Uh, I am public transport. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, You're a train. No! no. Keep going. <laughs> You'd use oyster on me, and I have two decks. A, a, a bus! Yes! A bus, a bus. <laughs> I'm not a chair. I wouldn't catch on fire. Oh! <laughs> my Keep going. Um, but, keep going. Keep going. But, keep going. Keep going. But, but people would sit on me. I'd go so far as to say, I'm a. Oh. <laughs> this has turned into an after dinner speech. This isn't rap. 
<laughs> Any clues, Clarky? I'm afraid your time is up, but I'm going to ask well, you, well, can you tell us what you think the answer is? I mean, you're not a chair, but people would sit on you. Yeah, two yeah. people. It's a riddle. You riddle me this. <laughs> a, a bench? No, I literally said it. She did say, oh. I'd go so far as to say... So far as to oh! say... Oh! Okay. So you're a bench! <laughs> I would go so far as what to I bench. What I was hoping is that you would pick up on that and you wouldn't pick up on that. <laughs> Unfortunately, you didn't know which one was the smart one, did you? In, in, the, uh, in the team, but that's, uh, that's okay. No, it is Tom. So, um, so you got the suit of armour, you got the bus, you didn't get the sofa, and Clarky basically had a breakdown every time I had to guess an answer. So I think... <laughs> We'll give you two points for that, and I think we're going to give you five points for the beatboxing. Uh, but lovely stuff. Thank you. Lovely stuff there. But um, producer Ben, how about I drop you a beat and you give us the scores at the end of that round? It's all changed here. Whoa! Bucket lads in the house. Have 45 and a half. <laughs> Tom and Sean have 53. And you have oh! a laugh. Lovely. <laughs> now it's time to give uh, something back to our audience as our otherwise incredibly self involved panelists put aside their own problems and solve one of yours. It is Beef Brothers! Well, if you've got a problem, don't call it a problem. If you've got a problem, call it a beef. If you've got a beef, Brothers, where each week we ask our panellists to sort out a flat share based beef. And today's one comes from Charlotte, who I believe is in the audience. Charlotte, are you there? Yes. Hi, Charlotte. How are you doing now? (laughs) 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 So, Charlotte writes, now this is an absolute doozy. This is a humdinger, this one. My flatmate slash husband sneezes ridiculously and, in my view, unnecessarily loud. Wow. I'm worried I slash and slash or our guinea pigs will die of a heart attack. (laughs) Once I had one of the pigs on my lap, he sneezed, it jumped out and smashed its head into the coffee table. (laughs) Whoa! His brother and I have both tried to address this with him, suggesting he could try and stifle his sneezes or at least announce before he's going to do it. But he refuses. My nerves are in pieces. Please help. Well, Charlotte, let's hope we can help. Can I ask a question? Can you give me your husband's name? Is that possible? Is that all right? Richard. Richard. Okay. And is Richard... Is he here? He is. He's right here. Fantastic. (laughs) So, Richard, I know it's impossible to fake it, but can you give us an indication of what kind of noise you're making when it comes to sneezing? No, it's just a reaction. It just happens. Yeah, I know that, but come on, mate. Play along. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you what, no, so we're going back to Charlotte. Charlotte, you do it. That's better. Because he's not. <laughs> oh, right. God. Okay, so it starts with the high. The, the, it's, ah, at the it's start. Welsh, yeah. so it's that like, booming voice. All right, well, I'll tell you now that Ben and Rachel, you on Charlotte's side. Tom and Sean, Thank you we are. are on Richard's side. Thank God. Um, but before all of that, <laughs> let's have a little cross examination. Let's start with Charlotte. We might ask Richard some questions, but he seems like a bit of a piece. So, whoa, uh, whoa, 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 what? Whoa, whoa. What? Whoa, defamation, defamation of character, Your Honour. What? I'm the fucking judge. Uh, <laughs> they do say that. They, they do, do say, say that. that. They they do say that. Order, order, order. I'm the fucking that. judge. They do say that. They do. This is like Star Trek Next Generation's encounter of Farpoint all over again. Yeah, of course, we're all thinking. Um, do you even consider Voyager? 
Here we go. <laughs> Here we Let's go. Let's get into it. Internal beef. I consider it shit. Great. Oh. Yes. Oh. No, it's all right. <laughs> nice back down there, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyone got any questions for Charlotte, first of all? Yes. Should I apologise for calling you a bit of a piece? <laughs> you, Charlotte, sure, this, sure um, guy. this incident where you uh, threw the guinea pig into a coffee table. <laughs> I object to that. Um, let's just talk about this. You were holding the guinea pig. Yeah, it was sitting on my lap. Richard sneezed. Yep. You threw the guinea pig into a coffee <laughs> table. No, that's not well, what happened. Right, OK. How many guinea pigs do you have? Two. Do you have to replace them often? <laughs> Not yet. Do you throw many of your pets? Uh, only if I'm very angry. But... What are these guinea pigs called? Uh, Hester and Ivy. And what is a guinea pig? Yes. <laughs> it's like a cushion with eyes. Wow. 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 It does tell you a lot. Do we have uh, any questions from Ben or from Rachel for Charlotte or indeed for Richard? Did you want a guinea pig or was it foisted on you because <laughs> there weren't any like rabbits available? Or we, I think animals? the guinea pig might be a bit of a MacGuffin here. Um, <laughs> the sneezing is what we're talking about. So. Charlotte, have you ever foisted one of your guinea pigs? <laughs> <laughs> no. Clark, any questions for Richard or for Charlotte? Yes. Uh, was the guinea pig... Uh, guys, uh, seriously... <laughs> Can we have some more questions about the sneezing and the kind of the, the locations of the sneezing? Have you ever heard the, the guinea pig sneeze? That's cute, isn't it? Yeah, it's really yeah, cute. Yeah, it's cute. It's okay. Cool. How, much, how much were they? How much did they how cost? Much were they? Yeah, they, were, they were actually they were like fifty quid. Oh, really? Fifty quid? The guinea pig is not on trial. <laughs> Although I will say this: fifty quid for the pair, but. Oh, fifty quid for a pair. Well, that's not bad because you'd pay that much for a cushion, right? <laughs> So you might as well have a living one. Absolutely, yeah. It moves itself around. Would you say um, the guinea pigs are a metaphor? A metaphor oh. what? That's a lovely That's bit of business. That's why he makes yeah. the big bucks. <laughs> and we allow that. Genuine metaphor for what? Well, just like in the story, you know when you say guinea pig, would you actually mean hopes and dreams? Oh. <laughs> it's a very you good question. You can't say that, but you <laughs> It's a very good question. Well, he did almost kill us as well once when we were in a... We were on the motorway and we were in the car and he was sitting in the back and he sneezed and the friend that was driving swerved into moving traffic. No, your friend so nearly killed you. The <laughs> well... friend driving the car nearly killed you. Are you of a nervous disposition, Charlotte? Not really. Are you? <laughs> Fine, nothing, nothing. See, yeah. In fact, didn't um, flinch at all. Rachel, do you have a question? No. Good. <laughs> but I'm glad I chat. I've got a question for Richu. Bless you. Um, <laughs> not um, it's not bad, Tom. <laughs> How often would you say you sneeze? Regularly, once or twice a day. Once or Ooh. twice a day. Richard, I think you might be ill. Yeah. <laughs> that is quite a lot of sneezing. That's an allergy, I think. Are you allergic to guinea pigs? Was it foisted on you instead of a rabbit? <laughs> is there a specific guinea pig allergy? Or is it the same be, as rabbits? I don't know as much about guinea pigs as you do, Richard, to be honest with you. <laughs> I haven't got one and I don't regularly surprise guinea pigs. <laughs> as you do with your nose. I think I sneeze when I'm not around them. Do you carry a hanky? No. Tissues? Whoa. No. Do you carry a gun? <laughs> Um, is that enough to go on? Yeah. I think it is. Okay, all right. In which case, then, I call upon Rachel. You're starting. Well, I, in the last minute, have written a little rap. Oh, my God. Oh! I absolutely love it. Could you do quite a slow beat? What, like... Oh, like that. Okay. <laughs> 
This is close to my heart for one reason. I also do quite ridiculous sneezing. It's unfeasible. It's treason. I do it for attention. I'm not teasing. I sneeze like 10 or 11 times. It is a social crime. Have mercy on the pig, Guinea. Richard, your partner, committed a sin. He knows it's possible to feel as he's approaching. Maybe he needs some coaching. When you start to feel that tingle, say, here it comes, or soon you'll be single. The thing is, it's always a problem for us when someone with a genuine talent comes on the show. But that was absolutely fantastic. Thanks, I hope it helped. And also, brat. <laughs> close. And so close. Now, um, Sean, mm. you're up next. You've got a minute. Now, I believe you've actually written a song poem, haven't you? <laughs> for us. You've written... I saw you scribbling away. The audience can see it. You've got reams of paper in front of you. I can't believe every line's going to rhyme, but... Um, <laughs> I've written a... I've, yeah, I've written a rap. Written a little... You've written a little, a little rap, OK. Yeah, yeah. So, and again... The, Fuck the, you, man. You asked me to be here. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you obviously don't have to rap if you don't want oh, to. Oh, I've got a rap. You've got a rap. <laughs> He's got Rachel, a rap. Rachel, can I just look at your notes? <laughs> <laughs> OK, your minute, should you need it, begins now. Do you need a beatbox? <laughs> I, I, the last thing I need is a beatbox. Okay. <laughs> this, is, this is Kanye. This is like 808s in Heartbreak Era. <laughs> now this is a story all about how my guinea pig got thrown from the ground. And if you sit right there, I'll tell you all about how a sneeze made a thing happen that should have happened. <laughs> 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 In West London, born and raised, these guinea pigs were pricks from the beginning of day. <laughs> Hanging out the basketball court, bullying kids, denying the Holocaust, punching orphans. Yeah, they All they needed was a big old that. sneeze. A man to come in and give them a big loud kick up the arse. He gave them a big sneeze, they went to the sky. They sort themselves out, and now they're cool guys. <laughs> oh, John McLaughlin. Honest question, will that make the edit? Because <laughs> I kind of zoned out for a minute I'm there. afraid it has to. My, <laughs> my favourite line of that was a, was a big loud kick up the arse. Uh, okay, so Charlotte, probably not what you were hoping for, but how do you think it's going so far? Yeah, quite well. Although we did actually buy the guinea pigs off an extremely racist woman in Forest Hills. Do tell. Kind of hit on something there. It makes sense that they would have those views. Yeah, I know. So I don't know you could have known that. Richard, how do you think it's going? Better than expected. <laughs> really? Wow. You had incredibly low expectations. He didn't have very high hopes for this. Let's move on to Ben. You're going to conclude the case for the oh prosecution. Now, remember, God. you're on Charlotte's side. Your minute begins now. Well. <laughs> I, I, I genuinely... Um, I genuinely connect with this because my girlfriend also has very loud sneezes and it sends me into a rage. <laughs> I, like, I, I'm genuinely happy that someone else has come forward with this complaint because I can't really control when it happens. 
I'm genuinely upset with her for doing it. So you can't control your temper? I can't control my temper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you um, do? Well, I mean, I don't do... I, I don't... I don't do it. I just, <laughs> just get like a bit peeved. Ten, se- ten seconds, Clarky. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> I think basically the moral of the story for me is I should get guinea pigs so then I've got something to blame that on. Because at the moment... I don't think you've understood the story. <laughs> but go on, so you've got something to blame it on. Well, it's all about guinea pigs, right? How would you blame the sneeze? She's not saying Richard's claiming it's the guinea pigs. No, 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 no. I don't mean that. But I mean, at the moment when she sneezes, I get angry, but there's no like... Oh, you've got something to take it out on. Oh, no, I... no, no, no. I'm not going to kill a guinea pig. You want a guinea pig Christ to punch? Alive, we all gonna... want a guinea pig to punch. No, I completely no, no, understand. No, 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 no. Okay, so to conclude the case for the defence... <laughs> Wow. No, it's fair enough. You, you think want... you know a guy? No, no. You just want an animal to like boot against the wall. Guys, no, no. Sure. no. Right, foist an animal. Sorry, I apologise. <laughs> Clarkie, we'll, we'll let you finish. What are you actually trying to say? Just saying that what I want to do is buy a rabbit and punch it. Okay, fair oh, enough. No, 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 no. I mean, no, no. no. That's fair. We, we, we understand. Now, Tom, you've got a minute to conclude the yes. case for the defence. Now, are you going to do it as yourself, do you No, think, or... I'm going to be doing it in the style of a deep south defence lawyer oh yes from a John Grisham novel no way oh, yes. yes Mr Fanshawe Standen well Fanshawe Standen is presiding and indeed providing and ladies and gentlemen of the jury we've heard a lot of big words here today from them defence lawyers over there from the city with their fast music and all that bum bum hell <laughs> kids are today listening to that noise hell <laughs> round here we simple folk we ain't no shouting no rhyming words over there like them there heathens we church going people we music of the lord we gospel Let me tell you a time Oh my goodness, a good old time There was a man lived in this town Oh my goodness You know the song (laughs) Don't get singing along now, we're in court I'll see you on Sunday morning (laughs) Let me get one thing straight round here People talking about them their animals, them noises, hell, we country folk. Hell, you probably forget the story of Jackson Boy. <laughs> Remember that damn him there Jackson Boy there? Hell, he could hog a pig as far as market. He could hog a pig? He could hog a pig as quiet as market. I said it once, I'll say it again. Well, you said it in two different ways as well. Oh, quietly, quietly. Shh. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. They don't understand they're in the city. Never hogged a pig to market in their life. Noises, animals, country life. Oh, there was a time. <laughs> See you on Sunday. No further questions, Johanna. Wow. No further questions. Which is a real shame because I've got tons of questions, but uh, oh, no there further was questions. A man, oh my.
I love that. You can, that it's a real earworm. Yeah. You can be singing it for the rest of the week. Now, I can't adjudicate, uh, unfortunately, because I'm too excited about attending a very exciting workshop organised by the promoters of the Laugh Out London <laughs> Festival. Maximise Your Brand will be hosted by Katie Brand, Joe Brand and Russell Kane. <laughs> Tickets are a snip at £400. That's tomorrow, 7am. So instead, I call upon our Laugh Out London audience to decide if you think Ben and Rachel, and therefore Charlotte, is in the right, I would like you to applaud now. That's very strong, actually. That's very strong. But if you think that Tom, or indeed Fanshawe, and Sean, and Richard, they had the best case with his loud sneezes, please applaud now. That's just one man, very loud. Yeah, that's just one. In which case, I think it's going to go to Charlotte. Uh, Congratulations. Robbed. I don't know what the solution is, but I think we're going to have to... Someone shouted Brexit, yes. That's it. It's happening increasingly at our gigs, but... uh... (laughs) So what are we going to do about Richard? We don't really know. Presumably just remove his vocal cords. Yeah. Yeah, have them surgically removed, and then you won't have the problem anymore. Have Uh, them replaced with a guinea pig. (gasps) The dream. Yeah, no, I don't know what a guinea pig is. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> so, folks, we're nearly at the end of the show, but do not despair, as there are plenty more events coming up at the Laugh Out London Festival. Yes. In fact, there is one the promoters have asked me to promote. Tomorrow night, Ed Gamble will be hosting a night of poker, roulette and blackjack. Join Ed Gamble for Ed's Casino Night. Tomorrow, 10pm. Let's hear the quickfire round jingle. It's the round that goes really quickly Which is why I think we all can agree It should have a short introduction Ooh, I second that motion But not today Cos this is a very important quickfire jingle Today is actually the 25th year anniversary of the quickfire round. Oh, is it now? <laughs> We've been doing this for 25 years. Ooh, it certainly feels that way. So as a treat, we thought we could review some of the best quickfire round introductions remember that one that was supposed to be short but it went on for a long time oh yes that was a classic and there was also that one where i sang it a little bit flat Do you remember that one? (laughs) I sing them all flat It's your thing (laughs) And also do you remember that one Where you thought that we should have finished But then we just carried on With a long introduction that one was my favourite. Ah, it was in the 80s. 
We were drunk and in the hacienda. And do you remember, in the 70s, recording at Woodstock? Oh, and Jimmy did that famous guitar solo on the quickfire round. What a 25 years it's been. (laughs) And here's to the next 25. But let's get on with the quickfire round. Birthday to the Quickfire Round. 25 today. Amazing. Congratulations. Who knew? Well, in this Quickfire Round, all the questions were asked. 26 years now. (laughs) And do you remember in 1993 when we did the Quickfire Round with Baby D? Do you remember Baby D? She was the one who sang Let Me Be Your Fantasy. And the B-side was, of course, the quick-fire jingle. And then in 98, when Liam and Noel came on board, and Rob, I don't know what we're going with this, <laughs> let's just get on with the quick-fire So, in this quickfire round, all the questions will have answers that are fused together. So, instead of buzzers, I'd like you to shout out your first name. Ben and Rachel, let's hear that now. Ben and Rachel. And Tom and Sean. Tom. Sean. I'll tell you what, for a bit of fun, uh, why don't we have portmanteau versions of your names? How's that? Tarry. No. <laughs> Between our names. Between yours and Sean. Yeah, torn. Yes. torn. Nothing's right, I'm, I'm torn. torn. Torn all out of faith. We've got Torn and Som here, and we've got... Uh, Raris. Rachel. Rachel. Rachel and Ren, I guess it was. Bit of fun. Yeah, bit of fun. It is a bit of fun, isn't it? Bit of fun. Bit of fun. Seems that way. We had a chat, producer Ben said, Will that work? And he said, Yeah. And I said, Yeah, pretty well. (laughs) And we were wrong. (laughs) But you know what? Sometimes you've got to admit that, haven't you? We were wrong. (laughs) Dead wrong on that one. Dead wrong. (laughs) Let's stick with Tom, Sean, Rachel, and Ben, shall we? (laughs) Dead wrong. We won't sleep tonight, Ben and I, in our, in our big double bed. You know, he'll be tossing and turning, I'll be covered in a thin sheen of sweat, and I'll be like, was it the portmanteau names? He'll be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll try and make love, but our hearts won't be in it. <laughs> so the first question. What do you get when you fuse the mascot for Frosty Cereal and one of the most successful golfers of all time? Oh, Tony the Tiger, Rachel! <laughs> I'm going to give you right, Rachel, let's hear the answer. Tony the Tiger Woods. Correct. What do you get when you fuse the band who recorded the album Rumours with the biggest fast food chain in the world? Tom. Tom. Fleetwood McDonald's. Absolutely correct. What do you get when you fuse the band who sang Karma Police with a person who runs a school? Tom. Tom. Radiohead teacher. I'm going to give it to you. Uh, what do you get when you fuse the split personality character created by Robert Louis Stevenson with a kid's game involving looking for hidden people? Tom. Tom. Jekyll and Hyde and Seek. Absolutely Ooh. right. this shit! <laughs> What do you get uh, when you fuse a marmalade-loving bear from Darkest Peru with a survivalist who tortures celebrities on an island? Rachel. Sean. Rachel. Oh, I think Bear Grylls. Yes, I think, yes, it was Paddington Bear Grylls, yes. What do you get when you fuse Prince Harry's brother with Noel from Oasis's brother? Tom. Tom. William. Give us the, oh, give us the, give us the whole God. name. 
William Ga- Prince William Gallagher. Absolutely correct. What do you get when you fuse the wife of Nirvana frontman Kurt Cobain with the ITV2 dating show filmed in Mallorca? Rachel. Sean, Rachel. Courtney Love Island. Absolutely correct. What do you get when you fuse... <laughs> What do you get when you fuse the village people's biggest hit with the Jackson 5 song about the alphabet? Sean. Tom, Sean. Yeah. I wasn't listening. <laughs> ben, 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 Ben. Wait, um, village ben, people's ben. biggest ben. hit? The village people, I'm going to, because I'd love for Sean to get one, just for, you know, otherwise he won't right. sleep. Um, what do you get when you fuse the village people's biggest hit with the Jackson 5 song about the alphabet? Y-M-C-A-B-C. Absolutely correct. Ah. Sean McLaughlin here. That is a mashup that what is you, waiting to happen. What do you get when you chat. fuse a nursery rhyme about a trio of disabled rodents with some Ben and Jerry's? Sean. Tom. Three blind mice cream. Correct. <laughs> what do you get when you fuse a 70s sitcom featuring Frank Spencer with a leading suffragette? Tom. Tom. <laughs> Some mothers do Emily Pankhurst. Rachel. Hang on a second. That's not, that's not quite correct, yeah. Some mothers do have Emily Pankhurst. Thank you very much. Not- <laughs> Not some mothers do, Emily Banker. That's a very uh, the difference. The worst bit was there was I thought, oh shit, I've got a name wrong. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. What do you get when you fuse a film about dinosaurs with the gold chest that contained the Ten Commandments? Tom. Tom. Jurassic Park of the Covenant. Lovely stuff. What do you get when you fuse the Netflix makeover show featuring Jonathan Van Ness with Paris' most famous landmark? Rachel. Rachel. Queer Eiffel Tower. Queer Eiffel Tower is correct. What do you get when you fuse... There's so many of these. (laughs) What do you get when you fuse Dickens' novel about an orphan boy with a large city in Turkey? Tom. Oliver Twist and Ball. Oliver Twist and Ball. Final one. What do you get when you fuse a BBC One series where celebs learn about their ancestors and a 70s sitcom starring John Inman and Molly Sugden? <laughs> Hang on. Sean, Sean. Sean. Uh, who do you think you are, you being served? Yes. Correct! <laughs> well, that was yes, our quickfire round. There is just time for plugs. Um, does anyone have anything they want to plug? Sean, do you want to plug having just done Edinburgh? <laughs> get a time machine, go back to August. <laughs> You're not taking the show on tour? Yeah. <laughs> no. I am. Come. No. I don't know when. It'll be in February, probably. Fantastic. There's one... Sorry. Yes, no, of course. Is there one more thing? Uh, by this point, I have actually got a new podcast that will be out by then. Oh, fantastic. It's what's, what's called, it called Sean and Elliot Read the Bible. And it's not a joke. Me and my friend Elliot are reading the Bible. <laughs> That's great. And we're turning it into a podcast, so... Sounds like direct competition with us. <laughs> Uh, so, Rachel, are you on tour? Are you doing any of that kind of stuff? I have got tour dates available, solo tour dates in spring 2019, and Ostentatious. Um, oh, yes. My improv show is on in the West End once a month in November, December, January, always. Are you at the Savoy? Is that right? That's right, the Savoy. So check out Savoy Sundays. Fantastic. And where can we download your rap album? <laughs> So this is the most exciting part of the show, I think, because I genuinely don't know how this is going to go. Very strong final round from Parry and Sean, but how has it affected the scores? Producer Ben, what are the scores at the end of the show? Ben and Rachel have 51 and a half. Tom and Sean have 62. Oh! So Ben and Rachel have to change the fuse before Sean and Tom get to drink some booze in the dark. Thanks to our guests, Sean McLaughlin and Rachel Paris. We've been Pappy. See you next time on Flatshare Slamdown! Flatshare Slamdown featured Matthew Crockett, Ben Clark, and Tom Parry with special guests Sean McDonald and Rachel Paris. It was advised by Pappas and producer Ben Walker. Big thanks to everyone who came down to see the recording. To Glenn Reese Davis for helping out, to Orange Bath, the British Comedy Guide, and to Laugh Out London Festival for having us. Do you go and see shows there? Pappas Flatshare Slamdown is a post production for the British Comedy Guide and the internet. Cheers, everyone. Bye! (laughs) 
Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.